Wow. Oh I... my gosh. Johnny. Oh, Manon. Look at you. Look at me. You look the same. The same. Did I get taller though? No. I didn't think. Are you wearing those heel booties? Yeah. Tom. You don't them. need those. You're 6'1 almost. I want to be 6'7. Okay, well, with those booties on, you're like six, two and a half. So you might want taller booties. Yeah, I'm gonna go for wedges. I'm gonna stop by Macy's. Great to see you again. So good to see you. Are you, you going to that floor? What? Are you going to that one floor? Seven. Uh, the one that's lit, right in, front, right in the elevator. Yeah, I know that, I can see it. I, I don't see. Know. They, it feels like they upgraded this elevator since we were last here two years ago. It's been so long. That's really sad. I like the wood paneling that they have here and the glowing lights. It's it's rustic, it's beautiful, and it's modern. I don't know how they blend it at all. Let's go to floor seven and explore the last two years in 60 seconds. <laughs> Hi, you want to hang out? We are oh my so God. friendly. New house, different oh my apartment. Gosh, I'd love to move to Santa Monica. You want to go on a walk? Actually, I'd really That's like the to beach. buy a house in Here's Toluca the Lake. Escrow, are we in out love? of escrow. My goodness. Should we tell them we're in so love? Handsome. Let's tell them. They that think we we're just friends. Started making out. We've made out a lot. We're together now. <laughs> That's absurd. Um, we are a couple. Yeah. Well, Last we spoke couple. to you guys, we were exploring <laughs> our bodies. Our bodies. <laughs> like now, two fifth graders. Now that we've explored it enough, we know that we like what we see. Johnny, when was your first kiss? Oh, man. Mm, I'm going to say, I don't know. Is what you're going to say the school? truth? Elementary school, like a peck. Because I was listening kiss? to another podcast and they were like, oh, you know, I was getting blowjobs in elementary school. And what? I, and I was like, that's very young. But I, no judgment. School? I'm just, I think I was a late bloomer. I'll judge that. I don't do that. Well, I don't think they should all do, do blowjobs. I don't in think anyone school. should be doing blowjobs. Let's not spread the news of <laughs> elementary school blowjobs are now in. No. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh, how did this happen? How did we start talking about blowjobs? That's like, the first. This is a this problem. Is our, our first podcast back. <sighs> should we start over? No. We're going to give the people what they don't want. I didn't even think about BJ's until high school. And even then I hadn't done it yet. Have you been I to BJ's was, restaurant? Yeah, because your mother took us there. Yeah, BJ's restaurant, really she nice place. She loves BJ's. It's so funny because my dad like hates it. He's like, I'll never go to BJ's. And your mom, I like went oh, to... Oh, Jonathan, man, let's go to BJ's today. I'm so excited about it. And I'm like, what? Let's go this to is dinner. so bizarre. Because my dad was always like cooking at home as we were kids. Like as we were kids, I was the only one around. Um, he Like I never went out to dinner as a kid. I went out never. to many dinners. That's like all you did, isn't it? Well, no. I have my Turkish grandmother, grandmother. Grandmother. My Turkish grandmother lived with us. Uh, always lived in the same household with me and my parents. And so she cooked a lot. But my mom would like bribe her to leave and go out to dinner. And in, in Turkish, my grandma would be so upset. Like, there's dinner right here. Why are we going out? My mom's like, let's go out. We don't have to clean. She oh just, my like, gosh, we don't have to clean. Yeah, because my mom. My like, dad wanted to stay in so we didn't have to pay extra to be out. He thought it was like a, the biggest waste of money. Yeah, my mom was like, I'd rather be out and have fun and, and, not, and kick my feet up. You know, so now that we've talked about the fact that we are a couple, mm -hmm. and thank you for your patience with that. 
because obviously it's been years since we've gotten to check in with you guys and a lot has happened. That's crazy. You should fill them in. I've obviously spent some time with your family. Oh, a lot. Your mother. A lot. And they love to go out and it's been so nice it's because fun, right? I feel I've, I've attached some guilt to like in my adult years of like going out to eat so much because I was just trained to have home cooked meals. Mm. And so there's a part of me that feels like a luxury like, oh my gosh, we're going out to eat. What a luxury, which is great because I have gratitude for it. But when I go see your family, which is often, I've gone to visit your family a lot. Oh, it's been yeah. so like delightful that your mom's like, let's go out to eat. I'm like, what? Let's go out tonight. What did huh? I do to deserve this? You are just breathing. Oh, breathing is enough? It's enough. Let's go out. Where do you want to go? We are enough because we're breathing. Um, I'd like to go somewhere eclectic. And then all she find, all she knows is BJ's. There's like parts. I've well, like introduced your more. family to so many different areas around you. Big differences between uh, Manon's world and my mom's world. My mom will drive three and a half hours to a <laughs> restaurant just for this like feeling. Manon, if it's beyond a 10 minute drive, Manon's like, oh, do we, do we have to? Yeah, I'm really, it's Oh annoying. gosh, is Again, oh, 10 minutes? That's 15? My my How many miles? My dad did that. It and my mom he, will drive. about my, convenience. Because we live, like my family has always lived. They have a house, the same house that I grew up in. It's like 40, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on traffic, away from everyone we know and everything we do. So we're used to, it's a 35 minute drive for anything. For anything. And and we didn't even look at the places around us that much. So Manon uh, meets my parents and comes, we go up north a bunch. And eventually she's like, What's around the corner? And my mom's like, "There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing to. There is nothing." And to I start see looking here, up all these restaurants. I'm like, "Oh my God! There's the Zephyr Grill. There's this. There's that." And I took them one time when my dad came to stay with yeah. us, and your parents were like, "Wow! Look at this wow. street. It's so cute." And I'm like, "This is your neighborhood." Oh my God! What is this? I showed you a park that we go to often now. And it's a park. A, it's a 10 minute walk from your house. It's a beautiful park that we've taken Russell to. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever there. It's gorgeous with trees, and you never went there growing up. It's bizarre to me. It is bizarre. That you don't know where you live. <laughs> it is bizarre, but it's just like, yeah, we were just like displaced. We like always went to the, yeah. it's just, you know. And my dad was like, if it's longer than seven minutes away, we're not going. Like he was all about convenience, and so I learned that. Do you so think now, you learned that from seven minutes to heaven as a kid? Uh, no. Did you ever play I seven minutes to heaven in heaven? You go in the closet and you I have know to... what the game is. I never played it and I don't think my dad did. But we can ask him. him. I'm going to call him later. Hello? Dad? Hey, sweetie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Want to come over for dinner? Um, no. I'm cooking. It's too far. Oh. Uh, anyway, I have a question. It's a really secretive question. All right. Click. Did you ever um, play seven minutes in heaven? Seven minutes in... Let me think back. Oops. In fact, I did. Yeah, I did. Wow. Okay, bye. Wow. I can't believe he answered. Yeah. I can't believe he you just He sounds hung up a lot like you if you were to put on a voice. No, I mean, it's just like a thing he does, I think. He's probably going to call back because I just hung up on him. He'll probably call back in a couple minutes. Ugh. My phone's ringing. Hello? Sweetie. Yeah? Are you uh, on the podcast? 
Yeah, I'm on the podcast. I need you to not tell anyone about that seven minutes in heaven. Okay, it's sweetie. already live. Sweetie, I need you to not tell uh, It's live. Can't undo it. Sweetheart, I look, mean, I'm I telling you. I could technically edit your, it out, I, I, I swear but my I'm not going to. Like, you know what? I love you, Father. Uh, don't you dare hang up Goodbye. the phone. Goodbye. Wow. Oh, you hung up on him again. We had a great conversation, though. Was, I don't think that was great. <laughs> I think he's going to be upset. What is wrong with us? So much. So much is wrong with us. You guys... Are we complete with the um, me needing convenience and you? This is why we. So now we live in Santa Monica. Just we live update. in Santa Monica. Yeah. We love it. We do love I, it. You know why I love it? Because I can walk outside my door, look at the beach at some point, go to some restaurants. Like there's so many restaurants on Montana and Third Street and Pacific Palisades. So it's many. very convenient. The walkability <laughs> is beautiful. It's uh, it's different than the house because it's a yeah. little louder. Ow. Oh, are you okay? Ow. Oh, are you okay? Oh, he's, he's grabbing the mic. Oh, Russell? <clears throat> Guys, mm. hello, everybody. I know you've been missing me, Russell, the star of the show. You're a lot older now. What do you, what do you feel? Do you have any wisdom for us? I've learned a couple things. Let me start with this. Santa Monica is louder. It's louder. I know. You get scared. I don't like buses. Mom. I know, sweetheart. I know you miss... Our house with the backyard and the front yard, and it was quiet, and now... It was simple at times, Ma. I know. Now I'm out here dodging buses, cars, a lot more motorcycles. I thought you were going to say bullets. And I'm like, who's shooting at you? Nobody's shooting. But everyone's gunning for me, Ma. You're so cute. Thanks, Ma. I love you. And you've been doing this really adorable thing now where you... You scratch the covers in bed, and then you go under the covers, and you lay against us, and it's everything. That's because I'm an excavator, ma. What do you think about me and your dad getting together romantically? I think it was obvious from the jump. Oh, <laughs> you noticed? Uh, yeah, ma. I noticed. And it's crazy that these people were being chumps. You noticed that he was madly in Russell, love with me? Russell, don't call them chumps. Yeah, That's they're nice You can't nice just people. call them chumps. Dad, back off. Okay, Russell, okay, can well, you just go lay in your bed right now? I'm out of here. Okay, love right, you, Bye, Russell. Russell. Bye. Oh. He hasn't been on in years either. That's crazy. I don't oh. even think he knows what's up from down at this point. He doesn't know what time is. What is time? Yeah. It feels like we were just sitting here talking to each other and you guys, and it's been literally over two years, and we owe you a deep apology. Do we? I think so. Because people expect podcasts to keep going. They don't... What are two-year breaks? This is ridiculous. Yeah, but I expect to keep breathing. But if I don't breathe tomorrow, is someone supposed to apologize? You die. Yeah, but like, you know, things happen. Sure, there was some... I think it might some... feel good for them to hear that... Because we're not just sorry to you guys. Like, I'm sorry to myself because this podcast brought me a lot of joy. And instead of thinking about bringing joy to ourselves and other people... We let fear and like ugh, laziness and moving and all these other things get in the way. And it doesn't mean I'm going to dwell in being sorry. It just means I, I need to acknowledge that we paused and we let some stuff get in the way. And now we're back. And thank you for your patience. Is yeah, that okay? That's fine. Okay, that's thanks. fine. Oh my God. So should we recap the last two years actually for them? Yeah, in five minutes. Okay. So last we spoke, we were living in Toluca Terrace, what, Los Angeles, California, in a house. Sold, yeah. I sold that house Oh yeah, yeah because yeah. I thought the market was about to crash. Mm-hmm. We moved to an apartment in Santa Monica. Hole in the wall. And then 
we lived there for three months and we were like this is too small mm-hmm. and too dark so i went looking for a house <laughs> to buy back in the valley even though we moved to santa monica for a reason because the ocean air is like amazing it's 25 degrees sometimes even 30 degrees cooler than the valley mm-hmm. which we're feeling right now because we're living in santa monica in a different apartment and it's like we'll 70 degrees okay we'll get there so I looked for a house. The market had risen even more, meaning if I would have kept my old house, I would have made even more money on it if we would have just waited, but we didn't. Because mm-hmm. you didn't know. I didn't know. And then I found this house after looking at like 30 houses that I really loved, that I actually knew the owners of. And it was back in Toluca Lake. Bought the house. It's like really the house of my dreams. Yeah. It had a pool, has a pool, jacuzzi aesthetically just gorgeous do you hear that bird i hear everything okay just i guess this bird wants to be in has something to say would you like to speak bird no okay it said no okay so that's rude but whatever and then we lived in that house for like a year and it was great and we had many amazing times in there Mm -hmm. and then i kept thinking about the ocean again yep so (laughs) moved back to Santa Monica in a two-bedroom apartment. Well, to be fair, let me add in the little part where you went in escrow for a different house because you couldn't get the first house because someone bid higher. Then you went in escrow for a totally different house in the valley. And then last minute, a hiccup came where the other buyer backed out and the other house became available. And you backed out last second of the other escrow to get in this other house. Boom. Okay, first of all, I know that that happened and I have no idea what you just said. They get it. So I... Love, fell in love with the house that I saw. I love the house. Let's just call it house love. Because um, we call it something else. But if I say what that is, then it kind of gives away the location. Um, put in an offer above asking. Waited a week to hear that I didn't get it. I was devastated because I loved this house. And then I kept looking for another house, found another house near a hike that we liked in Studio City, put an offer in for that. That was a really rough decision because I was just scared. Like, what if I'm making the wrong choice? I don't know. It was a a more affordable house, not by much, but a little bit. Got the house. We had inspections. I took you, Johnny, to go look at it and you loved it. And then we were driving away from it and... You were like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And I was like, yeah, I guess we'll be there for a couple years and then we'll move. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean a couple years? And well, I was she's like, she's a real estate mogul. Just going. I was just like, I just don't feel that enthused about this house. I don't know why. And then that night and we had just had inspections. So the next we had two days until like they lifted contingencies, meaning we were permanently going to be in a house. And that night I got a call from my lovely friend Jacob real estate agent who said hey the original house that you loved house love is now available and if you can come to this price they will give it to you and I jumped for joy freaked out couldn't believe it so we dropped escrow on the hike house went to love house and went to love house and that's how crazy stuff works out. Like you think you don't get it and then you even go into escrow for a different home and then the original home came. Like you just never know what the universe has. No, you never know. That was that was a wild time that went by so fast. Like it was wild, but in hindsight, it's like a little blip. blip. It is a blip. But it was crazy. Like it was the, crazy. The stakes are so high in that moment. Oh, totally. Because I was, I mean, it was like 
Money, money. So much money. More money than I'd ever spent in my life. And when you make big leaps like that, you're stretching so much and you're having faith that things are going to work out and that, you know, finances will still keep coming in and lots of praying was happening for me. Were you praying? Probably not. I prayed a little for you. Aw, thanks, Johnny. I think we did together. We prayed together. So we left the love house and now we're here. Now we're here. Back in action. Looking in each other's eyes. I just made pancakes this the, morning. The your famous the famous tell them what it is. Tell them, tell Actually them, tell them no, the today wasn't the num, the banana panties. Today was paleo pancakes. You duped me? You didn't notice that those were They were so different, but paleo? I thought you were like I added water and it changed. <laughs> I thought you added water to the bananas. No, they were the paleo. Wow. Banana panties, for anyone who's curious, it's not panties, FYI. Damn it. It's pancakes that I like to make without flour, and it's one banana with two eggs, a dash of cinnamon, you blend it, you pour it, you fry it, and it's a pancake, and you make little ones, and they make about eight, or you can make about three big ones. I will say the riper the banana, wait, is ripe when it's green? No. Okay. Ripe is when it's very yellow. The, the and brown. The riper the banana, the sweeter the pancake. Riper but, the ba- write it down. No, no, write it down. Ri- yeah, you write it down. You listen. The listener. Write it. Get a pen, <laughs> and write down. Put open your notes in your phone. The riper, the banana, the sweeter the pancake. The sweeter the pancake. The sweeter the pancake. But the greener the banana the thicker and easier the pancake is to make because if it's too brown it gets sticky this sounds anyway i like to smear almond butter on there it's really good Mm. now that we're back what are we going to talk about you're just gonna we're just gonna like well should we fill them in like what else did we do we moved four times sure yeah, we moved. There was a, a pandemic. Lot. This it's still lightened a pandemic, up, right? Yeah, but it's a lot better than it was when we last. Oh, we got COVID. We got COVID. Yeah. Happy New Year! Happy it New was COVID. right after the New Year. This most recent New Year, new me going into twenty twenty. New Year, new virus. We got COVID. That was not fun. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough the first twenty four hours. The worst, and then yeah, it the body it chills. Kind of it wasn't great, but it, the cough lasted for longer than I would have liked. But I'm glad we're safe and healthy now. Yeah. We went I don't think about it much. Okay. I don't, like, no, I, like, do you think about COVID as much? I have like other problems I'm worried about. There's like wars, yeah, you know, Ukraine, all these things happen. There's so much happening that I think finally it's not like, am I going to get COVID? It's like, oh, I got it. Whatever. That's true. Once you get it, it's like less fear to get it, I guess, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not something I think about. You know, they lifted all the mandates here. So it's like we're able to go to restaurants and go places without wearing a mask. And, yeah. you know, it's crazy how much things shift. How fast? I remember thinking we'd have to wear these masks forever. And now we're not wearing them. I Occasionally, wear I will see some people wear it, you know, at the gym and stuff. Because apparently there's a new variant. New variant around. Hey, what's going on? New variants coming in town. Oh, I joined joined, um, a really nice gym that I'm obsessed obsessed. with. She's obsessed with us. Honestly, if I had to get rid of everything but keep the gym, I would do that because of the That includes me, ladies and gentlemen. That includes me. 
so give me up for a shower should we describe our first kiss yeah because we have two different viewpoints of it oh yeah mine's more accurate um let's or should we have a whole other podcast just for our romantic relationship yeah i'm not ready yeah i'm not ready i'm not ready like <laughs> it's like not, we're just getting back like, welcome back guys by the way how was it to feel <laughs> here's what it's like to feel each other's bodies Let's just, yeah, let's they just can't take just, it easy. That's just calm down. Calm down. We, we might not even be a couple right now. Slow your horses. Every moment's different. Yeah, I might. we might break up in I a second. I would love to ride a horse. I love horses. I want to pet one. They're so majestic. I feel like they're so majestic. The hair. We went to Calamigo's ranch where I actually got married. And because when I got married, the, during the vows, apparently there was a truck backing up, if beep, that wasn't a sign beep, enough. beep. Um, but they gave us free nights at Calamigo's Ranch and you and I went to and went. Remember? It was really romantic. I show up and they're like, hello, Mr. Matthews. And I'm like, "Uh oh, wrong person, wrong name. I was like, I know. I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Matthews. Here's your bedroom with uh, Mrs. Matthews. I'm like, all right, let's just keep rolling Awkward. with it. And yesterday was actually the three year ago date of when I had my wedding. Yeah. I'm glad that's so much has changed since then. So much has changed since then. Enough about me. What else did you accomplish or do or feel proud of or feel into or think about the last two years, Johnny? What a question. Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. Um, for the last two years, I thought about uh, some things that I'm really proud of now that you have turned the spotlight over here. Um, I've been working on, on production sets. It's been really fun working on music videos doing a bunch of PAing and whatever else I can get my hands on. Uh, that's been a blast. I've been meeting really fun people, working with Are you allowed others. to say that some of the artists you worked with? Yeah, I think I can. There's the, yeah. No NDA say I can't say where I was. I just can't sing their songs or play their videos. But you can say their name. Yeah, yeah. I worked, with, worked on Christina Aguilera's project. Um, Benny Blanco, Snoop Dogg, Lauv. And if you don't know who Love is, I like him. I don't know who Love is. It's Love, L-A-U-V. Love. Hold on, hold on. The song's here. I like me better when I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know that is. I like me better when I'm with you. you. Sometimes I like to purposely sing bad around yeah. the house, and it's, it drives him nuts. No, I think it's pretty funny. I like me better when I'm <laughs> with you. <laughs> she does it with every like Frank Sinatra anyone no uh, one's safe fly me to the moon let me play among the stars and, and this is like you'll hear it around corners you'll be walking by that's yeah and that's our household because when we make pancakes I always say hey Alexa put on Frank Sinatra no, what's your number one go-to? Oh, B.G. Adair. She just, I didn't know who B.G. Adair was. Well, neither did I. But pancakes were made. She's like, hi, Alexa, play B.G. Adair. I could just fast forward B.G. 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 Adair, 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 every time. And so for like a while, we would just listen to B.G. Adair, the same song, and then eventually the rest of the songs would play. And then one day I went, guess who passed away today? You'll never guess. And he couldn't guess. And I was like, it's Bijia Dare. And you know what? It actually, it actually hit. Because I'm like, wow, we listen a lot to her. <laughs> we actually do listen a lot to Bijia Dare. I couldn't even spot her in a lineup. But yeah. the name. Well, the music. 
the name. They're all going to look her up. It's just really nice, relaxing, like, music. It's pancake music. Is it? Maybe. Or it's, like, dinner music. We also, like, listened to her when we would make green beans. But she's just... It's my favorite dish. Pancake and green bean? Bijou you do and a little green bean. Bijou do and a pancake. You know, that's what my uh, parents call me is green bean. Yeah, and greenie. Greenie. My mom also says mini. Mini. What does your mom call you? Jun-jun. Jun-jun. That's a jun-jun. Hey, Jun-Jun. Jun-Jun, come here, Jun-Jun. Jun-Jun, can I tell you something? That's my worst. That's the sentence leading into some uh, drama. Jun-Jun, can I tell you something? Oh, God, here we go. What now, Bergen? Yeah, I feel like I started calling my parents by their names, and it's because of you. I got her. It's so unconscious, too, because it's not like our parents have the same name. I'm telling you, people... You mirror who you are around and you appreciate. Or you just mirror people around Tony you. Tony Robbins says proximity is power. And if you think about the five people you spend the most time with, that is literally who you will become, whether you like it or not. Yeah, what's some things that we picked up from each other? I never went, and now sometimes I'll go, <laughs> and I'm like, God dang it. Uh, I call you my You said parents. yesterday. Yeah, I just like it. That one's more conscious, a little more conscious. That one's like a, I know it's you and Tara, I think of. Okay. Um, Tara said, because you worked with Tara on set, is a dear friend of mine from seventh grade, and she actually told me, he does a lot of things that you do. Mm -hmm. You guys are a lot alike now. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's Mm -hmm. cute. No, definitely. Um, Some things that I definitely know is that sound, a couple of your mannerisms. I don't really like comedically, you and I have our own voice. Yeah. And our own, our own, like, you know, like the gut reaction that like go to. Like when you pop into a character, yours will kind of like, like oh, yeah. literally, I don't really, th- I don't think I take those, but there's like just certain jokes where I'm like, oh, that wasn't even me. Like I'll say a joke, I'll say like a joke or have a response to someone and I'll be like, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't sourced from me. That came from Manon. Like, within, Sometimes within you'll me. talk about something or some situation and you'll be like, I don't know. I looked at them and I was like, bitch, blah, 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 oh, blah. Yeah. And that, and I caught myself doing that and I was like, wait, I don't want to say bitch. Blah, 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 blah. Look, I've used that Bitch, for so long. I'm like, I can't do that. It's that mo- doesn't fit me at look, all. It's the most friendly bitch you'll ever drop. And it goes for anyone in any situation. Like, I'll, it'll be, yeah, and I open the door and that door creaks a lot. I was like, bitch, you better be quiet. It's like anything can be the bitch. And it's a, it's a soft bitch. There's a different things with a hard bitch and a soft bitch. I hope I'm There's a soft bitch. bitch. See? Bitch. I felt cutting, right? And this, yeah. Bitch. Bitch. I, don't even I guess depending I, on who you are. I, we watched the uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, Ricky Gervais, we'll say that. Gervais stand up and he talked about being offended and how like anyone can be offended at anything. And that's not, that doesn't mean you're right. I know. <laughs> like just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. I love that. Everyone's so offended. Because as a comedian, it's been so touchy these days like for a couple years now where it's like i i now double check everything that i say especially when it comes to like poking fun because obviously the deepest part of me never wants to offend i think most comedians relate to the fact that anything we say is literally to get a laugh it's to Mm -hmm. bring joy to your life and if it doesn't do that then that wasn't the intention and i guess that joke wasn't for you you know it's just i have deep feelings about this so do I. Obviously. And mine get angry. My, mine will get, mine go, ah, screw it. Just do it. Like Bill Burr is like a shining light. Dave Chappelle. 
I mean, all the greatest comedians right now, like Andrew, everyone. Tim well, thank Dillon, God Andrew for Schultz. them that they're continuing to like drive forward and just be like, you know what? This is my purpose. I'm here to make light of these heavy situations. So I'm just going to be me. I'm not there yet. I thank God for these comedians. If we didn't have comedian, they're the only ones telling the truth. Yeah, it really is. Like I did not see this as a child or a younger man. I thought, oh, it's just like you're in the limelight. You get to be out there and get seen and make people laugh. And like you get to spread joy. But I'm like, whoa, now they're spreading actual information that can't get tapped into because there's not the same medium. That medium of laughter like cuts one layer where it's able to kind of seep in to, to, to more people than usual. We're like, ha, 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 oh shit, that's true. Well, and they have courage to go, you know what? I'm going to say it. Nobody else is saying it. I'm going to say it. And they just show the different layers of what people are feeling and they give voice to what people are yeah. really feeling and going through. And I, I understand that it's not for everyone, but the purpose of it is to dissolve tension. Because mm-hmm. people are walking around with so much tension and then they're bleeding all over other people with their anger. And it's like, wow, we just need a lot more laughter, energetic release. The other day I danced on the floor and that was really helpful when I think I also could have like... Yeah, you're over- like banging the floor, like... like- like, yeah like swinging your arms well i'm trying to practice something new like my my old go-to is like okay i guess i'll just drink i guess i'll just eat i guess i'll just xyz gamble all these all these things to gamble? not feel my <laughs> well i never you know what i mean i'm just saying these are things that Guys, people do to avoid feeling when the feeling wants to be felt and so thank god this one time i was like well people keep saying move it through your body move it through your body and so I did, and it felt so good. It felt so right. It felt like, oh, this is the answer. If I can just keep moving my feelings through my body and express it with my body, mm. afterward, I'm not so hungry. Afterward, I'm not thirsty for that drink. Afterward, I don't feel like going to the slots at MGM Grand like I used to. Just kidding. Um, Her imaginary I really want to do go to Vegas, though. I do want to go to Vegas, yeah. We keep saying that. I know. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Are you annoyed? No, I just, I do want to go. Nice. But I know that I'll spend a lot of money, so I want to make sure really? that I, yeah, 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 I don't want to go there and not spend any money. It's Vegas. I hear you. You know? They have like um, tables that are like $2 Jack Black tables. I, Jack Black? Jack Black? He sits at every table? <laughs> $2 Jack Black table. I'm like, oh my God, Jack Black's right there. Jack Black's right there. Oh, who's at the other tables? It's, it's, they only have ja- two. it's honestly just Jack Black. They don't do any other. He's cloned himself 500 times and he's, he's at every table and he just sits on the side and gives you tips and he goes can you do your best jack black impression i don't think i can but i'm gonna give it one this is gonna here, this is me embarrassing myself no nope, i don't have it come on yeah come on yeah you should uh nope yeah i don't have it that's all he does. You should hit. I don't even know what that is. I just heard. I don't know what that is. I must have heard that somewhere. I really like that scene in Shallow How where Tony Robbins oh. and him are in the elevator, and then he. he I want to uh, watch Shallow How. It was playing at the gym. See, that movie would never get made today. Oh yeah. Because it's offensive. Yeah. Everything's people. offensive. I understand that. Like everyone, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to everyone listening. Oh, okay, I'm like everyone's please. easily offendable. I got offended last night from something so small. <laughs> but it's about conversation and being able to realize your 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 own side of the street. If a comedian came out and pointed at me and said, Hey, you worthless piece of shit, you're hideous, I'd be like, you know what? That was a little unnecessary. But when they come out and they say 
all you people that walk slow in emergencies and aren't nervous and 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 uh and uh flying to 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 get out during an earthquake because that's something manon's made fun of me and if i went oh that's stupid i hate that comedian that's he's a piece of like clearly there's something going on within me right I'm like, there's right. a trigger that's being hit. So like maybe that's that's what I should look at before I should start typing. This comedian is a piece of shit because they're attacking the people that walk slow in emergencies. Right. If you're offended, it's an opportunity for spiritual growth to go within and to look at the part of you that hurt. Yeah. And heal that part and love on that part. And so I feel like anytime I get offended, I could either blame the person who said the thing about me or I could look within and go, oh, why am I offended? Oh, do I believe what they're saying is true? Have I not looked at this part of me? Am I, does it need love and attention? Um, it's hard to do that, though, it's every too, single it, time. It's also too much. Like, people need to realize if, you're, if you are someone where your work, whatever you put out there, is seen by hundreds of thousands. Like, remember that stupid, you just held your belly? And, and people freaked out about it? Oh, I held my belly and people thought I was making fun of people that and couldn't like, have babies or yeah, something. Like people like, yeah. It was so weird and misled and I felt so guilty for holding my belly. It's because absurd. I never wanted to, I don't ever want to hurt anybody. I literally, like my literal purpose is to bring joy. But people will find stuff to be, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you're a person, maybe some people are just people that get offended. It's not necessarily the comedian. Yeah, it's not just to like, gaslight or anything like that. I don't want to discredit like when someone's actively trying to hurt another person because there is a such thing as manipulation and, and people that are actually trying to harm. But I feel like you have to be like, you know what? They're a comedian. They're going to they're That's their job is to say stuff. I'm just desensitized. I'm like, I'm actually desensitized. I, I, I'm much less sensitive to it now because I've seen comments on videos like reaching absurdly like, oh, can you hear me? Oh, that's that's against people that can't hear well. I'm like, come on. I mean, we're like, oh, come yeah. On. I had a video it's like a years joke. ago where I was just being an asshole. Uh, someone was waiting on me at a restaurant and I filmed a TikTok and I was being acting like an asshole. And at the end, I was ordering like 18 pies or whatever. And I said, did I stutter? And one person took that video and said, she is ableist. <laughs> and I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, I didn't mean No, see, you stutter. can't. Apologizing is the, I think that's a different problem. When it's not intended to hurt and someone finds hurt, you can't say I'm sorry. Because that means every single day you'll say I'm sorry for everything you say. Because someone will always be offended. I know. I hear that. <laughs> see, this is me. And if you are somebody that stutters, we are not saying this to offend you. This was to drive home a point. And I haven't really done that. I actually haven't use that phrase since because i don't want to offend anybody that stutters but it was a saying back in the day people used to say it was like in songs stutter, stutter, like uh did i stutter like it's not a it's Isn't not a it has nothing to do with the justin timberlake song stutter stutter no that, i feel like that's usher oh that is usher or what's the one that's like i can tell you're lying because you're replying you stutter stutter i don't know who that is I can't think. I feel like we're going to offend somebody with this. What? I feel like it's going to happen. And that's fine. There's, there's, we're not trying to offend anybody. <laughs> like, that's crazy that right now, the talking about someone being that's, offended But that's what society somebody. has done. I've allowed society and comments and people's rage to trickle into my orc field to cause me guilt. I already have a guilt dis 
guilty conscience for no reason anyway. You're one of the kindest people I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, thank you. So for you to have like this fear and like I see you, I've seen you. I mean, this is getting all serious. There's no funny in this part. But I've seen you kind of like shrivel in fear from this imaginary, in that imaginary voice. And we don't know where the voice comes from. We don't know who it is. We don't know if they're serious. We know nothing. All we know is we get to see the words and imagine their pain. And then that is carried by you. Well, because we're all connected and I feel everything and stuff. That's how infectious fear and hate and love. All these emotions are really, really infectious. And so if I feel like somebody has commented and they're upset, well, one, sometimes I I have a defense and I go, you know what? That's not mine. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. That's not mine. That person's in pain. I'm going to send them love. But when it happens over 2,000, 3,000 times, I think most comments are nice. But when it happens that often, not every time do I have a strong like defense to go, oh, you know what? That's not mine. Like sometimes it just gets in my unconscious and then I, you know, a day later feel really bad and I don't know why. It's it's social media. Yeah. And that and that's, that's where I, I feel protective over you. Of course. And I look at the comedians that do not give a shit. Like Bill I Burr will, Bill Burr will say these things and he'll be like, if you have a problem, that's your problem. And I, I envy that so much. And that's something I wish I, I could do that. I think I'd do. be much further along in my comedic career because I would just succeed in saying everything that I actually thought. But I hold back because I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I think it's trusting. Deep down, you trust that you have good intent. I don't know if you trust that everyone will understand that. You know that you have a pure, very, very, very kind heart. It's, it's now you need to, uh, not you need to, but it's now I think you trusting that others will catch up does that make sense yeah it's like trusting that the world will see you for who you really are instead of misinterpreting you and if they do it's not your job to clean up everyone's thoughts you can't because a lot of people hate comedians there's there's a lot of people that don't like comedians There's people that'll just hate it they'll hate you for your forehead (laughs) they'll hate you for your eyebrows they'll hate you for anything you can't protect the world from everything it's just not your but job. i wanna but you're not gonna. i want to be somebody that spread light and love all the t- life lice yeah that's offensive that's offensive to my the grandma lice my grandma has lice wow. my grandma's had lice for 87 years dang she never got it checked out uh, we did chances are that you guys probably have it too if your grandma has lice lice for life lice for life lice for life I want to be somebody that protects everybody from their sad feelings and I want everybody to be smiling and happy and to love themselves and love each other. Sweetheart, you can't do that. You don't, you don't have that control, sweetheart. Yeah, I do. No, how? By being the voice of reason and love on the podcast and then millions of people will hear this and they'll feel softer in their heart and they'll go, you know what? Maybe I have been in pain and I can love the parts of me that I haven't loved in a long time and then I can go out in the world and go to the grocery store and smile instead of punch someone in the throat. Well, sweetheart, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, sweetheart. Now, what if someone just isn't ready for that, though? See, then you can't help. Not then everyone. I make them be ready. How do you do that? By getting in their face and kissing their nose over and over and over again. Sweetheart, that's a lot of kisses for a lot of noses. Well, I can, I'm a kissing machine and I can do it. Okay, what if it's in Bangkok? You want to go all the way to Bangkok and kiss I'll a nose? I'll fly first class. Okay, but then if that's happening over and over again, sweetheart, that's a lot of money just to kiss that's noses. That's okay, I have your credit card. Sweetie. I have your credit card and I can 
charge to Bangkok and then I can fly there because everybody's noses and everyone will feel better. So how long have you had my credit card? 18 weeks. Sweetheart, are those the charges? Yeah. $30,000? Yeah. Where were you? At Bang Bang Cookies getting chocolate chip and macaroni. How many cookies did you get, sweetheart? 69. Sweetheart? Plus 47. Do you know what that math is? Yeah. What? 109. Sweetheart, that's not right, but you know what? Give me the, give me back. Give it back. No. Give, no. Give it. No. It's give my, it. He's my credit card. No. It's my credit card. Susie. Yeah. Susie. Yeah. You're grounded. Please, no. No, Daddy. I need to go out in the world and do TikToks and kiss everybody's nose. No, you're not kissing their noses. And you're not. Uh, Susie, you can't just pick up random people's accents, Susie. Yeah, but Jesus came by yesterday and I saw him and I talk like him now. No, Susie. It's going to offend somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to offend That's offensive. Oh, that's offensive. Oh my god. I Oh, oh great. Wow. Someone I... didn't turn off their fucking phone. Someone broke the cardinal rule. All you had to do was put it on silence, but you kept it on cuz you wanted to look like you had important calls. Remember that voice? Yeah, Johnny and I started doing this voice what a year ago. I think, Jesus, who knows, probably. When we weren't doing our podcast. Oh, yeah. We weren't mm-hmm. filming our feature films. We, we weren't, weren't. Yeah, we were just sitting in like we had so many stewing ideas. in our shit. We're like, oh, we're gonna, we, oh, tomorrow we should start the podcast. Tomorrow we should make a film. We should make a film. You sound like Barney. We should make a film together, guys. And we weren't doing much of any of it. And, and then so we woke up. This voice woke up with us and it was... These two idiots moved from uh, Toluca Lake area to Santa Monica only to want to move back and forth. They started a podcast and paused it right when people got interested. Now they're sitting and planning a movie that they're never going to make. They have every opportunity, every connection, but they won't pull the trigger. (laughs) I love it. It's basically us making fun of ourselves. But All we- of their friends are actors, directors, creators, with the camera gear, the sound gear, the people, but they just won't do it until everyone's gone from their lives. <laughs> it's like, it's too true. Oh my it's just God. too true. That's so sad. We're just <laughs> wasting time. Uh, but not anymore. Hey, we're doing it. High five. We're doing the damn thing right now. Well, we've had such a great time. We've had a great time. I love you, Johnny. I love you we'll too. We'll talk sweetheart. more about that later. We'll save that one. We're gonna we can get that like nice and juicy next time. You know, we want to tr- trickle it in now. You'd be like, ooh, they're back, they're back. Everyone, come, Sandra, Michelle, Michael. And those are the people that listen. Morpheus, Henrietta, and Everett. <laughs> Morpheus, Henrietta, and Everett. These are like other friends that exist. We are back in the elevator. Wow. Oh. This one's like a d- cool. The lights are different. They're like disco lights. Yeah. This is different. This I is can't fun. wait to see you again. Yeah, I'm Russell, excited. are you coming into the... Hang on one second, guys. Oh, look at your little tail. I'm dragging my favorite toy with me. It's Russell, cute. just leave the... Leave, that's a really... That thing's too big for him. It's not big like, enough for me, Dad. Subscribe. Give us a rating. Share it with your friends. If you haven't listened to the past podcasts, you can. You can. They're all available. Have fun. It's we love you away. guys. We're so grateful. We love y'all. Thanks for we'll uh, thanks for having us. Next time. See you next time.